Welcome to the world of Pokemakers! I'm the ghost of Professor Fierce! And I am Count Von Fierce! But if that's too scary for you, you can call us Alex and JD! For some people, Pokemon are pets! Others use them for battle! We're here to create all new Pokemon and the world for them to inhabit! Blah! Last time we had John on from Them's the Facts and Home Viewing, and together we created the final gym in Olsea. It was a steel-type gym centered on a restaurant, specifically the kitchen, in which John himself was the head chef. And we created a signature food-themed Pokemon. We've got Trufflet, the steel grass truffle pig that evolves into Ferrano, the big hog that finds truffles and also has them growing on its back. And it's rusty. Yeah. Today, Happy Halloween! It's spooky season! <laughs> Today, we are going to be creating a very spooky, weird little thing for Pokemon North and South. And of course, some appropriately spooky Pokemon. And so, we're going to head to Trainer's Choice. Ooh! <laughs> in Pokemon. Tell yeah. me a little bit about the history of spooky things in Pokemon. Pokemon has a long storied history of doing weird off-putting things in the games. Going right back to the originals. Red, green, blue, yellow, whatever. Lavender Town. Yeah. Everyone knows Lavender Town. Everyone remembers. Do, 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 do. The creepy as heck music coming out of nowhere that you did not expect. And then you've got Pokemon Tower where you've got Ghost. It's not a Pokemon, it's just Ghost appears and yeah. you can't even battle it. Your Pokemon is too scared to battle it until you get the self-scope to see it is actually really a Pokemon. That was weird and creepy. Very cool. There's an NPC outside the Pokemon Tower who's like, do you believe in ghosts? And if you say no, <laughs> yeah, that hand on your shoulder is not really there. Yeah. Like little things like that. With the technical limitations of the original Game Boy, they still gave you that weird creepy feel. Yeah, and just the whole atmosphere of Lavender Town. It's such a vibe. It's such a, mm -hmm. like, spooky mystery... Time. Yeah, <laughs> like, I... The original games are not the only thing to have anything super spooky going on, though. Every game has got something, but I'm going to call out a few in particular that really hit home. X and Y, there's a moment where you walk into one of the buildings in Lumio City, and you go up an elevator, and then the game stops. You lose control of the player for a moment, and a girl appears behind you who's got the model of a hex maniac. And she just glides along, floating above the ground, and then she just stops near the camera and just says, No, you're not the one. And then disappears. And yeah. the music stops while this is happening as well. Yeah. It just, what? Never explained. No idea what this means. It's just a ghost. There's just a ghost there. The big one, the really big one, is in Sinnoh, in Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum, the old chateau. Ah. <laughs> yeah? You, yeah? You remember the old chateau? I remember the chateau. So the old chateau, which when you first are able to get in there as well, you see Gardenia standing outside saying that she's afraid of ghosts and she doesn't want to go in there. So you go in, and at first it's all fine. It's just an abandoned old mansion but then like as you go into certain rooms you see people in other rooms just walking around when you go into one room that's got a long dining table you see across the other side someone who looks like a butler who then just glides off the screen and then he's not in the room anymore there's like a portrait that appears to have eyes staring at you but only when you're not looking at it <laughs> 
And finally, it culminates in you battling Rotom for the first time, mm. which at the time, people reasonably thought was a legendary Pokemon, because when you battle it, it has the legendary Pokemon music for some reason. <laughs> Nowadays, they show up in everything and they power your Pokedex. Yeah, when Rotom was introduced, Rotom was a very rare and <laughs> uncommon Pokemon, and now it's just everywhere. Yeah, but the point is, there's spooky stuff all over Pokemon, and there's going to be something spooky going on in Pokemon North and South. Alex, yes. ideally, it would be fun to be able to base our spooky something on something real from the west coast of the US. Yes. You've got a few ideas for us that we could use as inspiration. I do. The Winchester Mystery House. Okay. Does that ring a bell for you? Nope. Okay. The short version is, the house was built by a woman named Sarah Winchester. Her husband, William Wirt Winchester, was the guy primarily responsible for the Winchester rifles. So Sarah Winchester was dealing with a lot of residual guilt. So she moved out to California and built this house. And this house is a mess. Like, there are doors that go nowhere. There are staircases that just end. There are rooms that just don't make sense. Windows on walls that don't go anywhere. This house is a labyrinth. It's got a lot of story to it. Some people think that the reason she built this mess of a house this way was to keep the ghosts from getting out. <laughs> to trap them, basically. Like, they couldn't find their way out of this maze of a house because uh -huh. she felt like she was haunted. That's the story of the Winchester house. That feels like a very specific location to call on. Yeah. That is both a tourist trap, but also a fun maze. Just a weird house yeah. with spooky Pokemon. Okay. But you've got one more idea for us. I do have one more, and I think you might like this one the best. Okay. <laughs> the West Coast has a long history regarding the gold rush. Okay. In the 20s, when gold was first struck on the West Coast, and thousands and thousands of people came West, set up shop, dug for gold, and then when the gold dried up, so did the people, leaving ghost town. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, just that classic. It's not a concept that really exists in many countries, it really. Doesn't. It's very American, and it is because of this very specific thing that happened. Mm -hmm. These little pop-up towns that were very prosperous and had a lot of people in them for a very short period of time, and mm. then once the work was gone, they had no reason to be there. So they were just abandoned. And there are a bunch of these all along the West Coast, all the way up from like Alaska down to California. There are loads of these, and this yeah. is why I think this one's the strongest one, mm. because it covers the whole region. And it's sort of, yeah, we could put it anywhere. And yeah. It also allows us to have the idea of the classic American Wild West town yeah. without it being a weird anachronistic area. The architecture is old wooden buildings, but it, it's a ghost town and you have little tumbleweeds rolling through. Yes. And, yeah. You get some tumbugs in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, there we go. Like, because that's fun. Yeah. That's a spooky spider as well as uh -huh, so you get yeah. that spooky vibe. And yeah, that covers the whole region of the kind of place that you would find everywhere. I've been to some ghost towns. They're really, really cool and often very touristy. Yeah, I think I do really enjoy the idea of doing this ghost town the most, especially as that then gives us an entire town yes. that's on the map that's maybe not exactly massively populated, but that's also good to have smaller towns with lower populations. Yeah. And it's another town to have that's not a gym town. Yeah. And it could be like out in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. It can fill in just sort of some dead space. Yeah. We've got this ghost town. It's got to have stuff in it. Yeah. Maybe one of them is some kind of mysterious weird house that has hallways that lead to nowhere. Yeah. You've got 
got the classic Old West saloon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got flappy push-open doors. That are kind of like blowing in the wind. Yeah. Spooky, moving on their own. There's a bar bad anyway. A piano that's playing itself. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, the classics, <laughs> the classics. Yeah, of course. Like, the stuff writes itself. Yeah. Um, we haven't named most of our towns yet, but I want to come up with a name for this town now. Okay. So this is a ghost town. Do Old West towns tend to have specific names? Were they named at the time and have kept those names? Or have they been renamed into spooky names since then? Or? They typically just sort of have normal town names. Yep, so they'd have been named at the time and just kept those names even yeah. after the people left. Yeah. Okay, so our towns are named after important figures from the world of Pokemon. So I'm not just going to name this after Agatha, the ghost-type member of the Elite Four from Kanto, for sure, instance. Yeah. Rather, I would name this after something that would have felt appropriate at the time it was founded. Yes. So people have gone to this town for gold or for whatever other reason. They've rushed over here because there's something they want to get. But one particular Pokemon character really comes to mind that I think is the character to be naming this town after Clay. Okay. The ground type gym leader from Unova. So it is just on the other side of the Pokemon version of the US. Mm-hmm. So he was based on the idea of a southern oil tycoon uh-huh. type. The American southern businessman. Yeah. His gym is a mine and also he founds the Pokemon World Tournament. Okay. He's the kind of person who had been paying people to go out to the west. Absolutely. To do this mining. Yeah. That is the kind of thing that would get a town name. Also, Clay, they're digging here because the town was built on clay like they were mining out of clay it fits yeah a lot of gold rush pop-up towns like that would have names like golden or just whatever they see when they get there yeah prosperity things like that like they would have names that invoke their purpose essentially yeah so not just clay because that's not a good town name by itself like it could be straight up clay town clayfield clayfield clay hills clay hills clay valley clay valley i like valley yeah valley feels right for this kind of town because they would be mining more in valleys more right? in the valley like yeah. the idea of panning for gold panning for gold river. in the rivers in the valleys clay valley yeah I like all right that. clay valley is the name of our old west ghost town here in Alsea. so let's talk a little bit more about what kind of things we're likely to see in the town itself mm-hmm. i really like the idea there is something like this Winchester mystery house in the town. Instead of a specific location just sort of a nod to that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm picturing the classic like one street where you've got like the buildings on either side with sort of those tall storefronts. Yeah. What we're seeing already in the trailers for Pokemon Legends Arceus for Old Jubilife Village which is a newly founded village kind of like the idea of a West Mm -hmm. Ham where they've just arrived there and are starting to build it up. Yeah. Yeah. That also better enables it to be a quite small town. Yeah, and so one of the buildings, like some of the buildings will be abandoned houses, like you'll have a shop and a saloon. I'm also thinking you probably have a very minor encounter with Team Astro here. Just a couple of grunts who are like, yeah, we can make money off of this. We could sell tours. Maybe there are just a couple of grunts who do sell tours. Maybe they don't even let you in at first unless you pay for a tour and then have to like sort of drive them out later. Maybe you scare them out by making them think there are actually ghosts there and they didn't Uh, believe it at first. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, I can picture it really well, picturing a very brown aesthetic. Oh, yes. Like, a like, dirt road. The whole town... Wooden buildings. ...is sepia tone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... <laughs> it, it looks like it's a western-timed picture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's just kind of the way that it looks. It's really dusty. You got your tumbleweeds, your tumbugs. Um, <laughs> There'll be an old saloon, a piano playing itself. Yeah. There'll be this mystery house where you go in and you enter a room and suddenly the door that you just walked through isn't there anymore. Yeah. You'll go up some stairs and then you'll be in the basement. Yeah. I'm picturing like a man in a cowboy hat who's like, welcome to the ghost town. Someone who looks a bit like Clay. Yeah. (laughs) I 
oh, ghost town, go on in or yeah. whatever, and then like just vanishes. Yeah. I'm thinking specifically like a ghost. Oh, I see. Before you see the Team Astro people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You'll go up to them and then there'll be a line of dialogue and you'll say, well, I talked to this guy and they'll be like, what? There's no guy. What are There's you talking no about? There's no one that runs yeah. this place. This place is abandoned. You know what else it needs? Go on. It needs a spooky graveyard. <laughs> okay. What does an old West graveyard look like? Um, it would probably be like a little corner, just yeah. a little area that's fenced off okay. with, you know, like a wooden fence that's yeah. kind of falling apart and just really basic looking tombstones. No grass. It's all just dirt. Yeah. It's all dead. Oh, ain't nothing growing around here for centuries. Yeah. All right. We're not going to spend too much time going over that. We want to save more time for Who's That Pokemon? It's Halloween. It's Halloween. It's spooky time. We're going to make some spooky Pokemon. I don't know about you, that probably means ghost types, but we'll see. We'll talk about it and see what we have. Yeah. But we both want to suggest spooky Pokemon. We can't do it where just one of us gets to make a Halloween spooky Pokemon. It's too much fun. Yeah. We've both got some separate ideas. I want to pitch you my overall thought process first. Okay. From what I can see personally, ghost types in Pokemon, a lot of them feel very similar in the base concept. There's some yes. kind of possessing, spooky, mysterious ghost force. Yes. And I feel like that really doesn't capture the full range of things that we can have from the ghost type. A lot of them also convey specific Japanese yokai and yes. spirits possessing from that. Yeah. Especially in the older generations that were set in Japanese-based regions. Yeah. Name me a ghost type from the Gala region. Sinistee. Sinistee. I knew that would be the first one you'd suggest. It's <laughs> I tea. love Sinistee. Yeah. It's a very English concept for it, this ghost. It very is. I want to do something very American. Okay. And I'm thinking very modern American. Okay. Ooh. Halloween. Yes. When you think Halloween, I don't know about you, but I think Halloween monsters. I think Ooh. I think the kinds of monsters that showed up in say Scooby Doo and the Reluctant Werewolf. Yeah. I think vampires yeah. and werewolves and yeah. various monsters. And yes. I think that that would be really well encapsulated by the ghost type in Pokemon yeah. as a way to be something different. One classic spooky monster that's never really shown in Pokemon, despite the fact that similar ideas show up all the time, a skeleton. Ah, yes. There is not a skeleton Pokemon. There's bones all over the place. Oh, yeah. Marowak yeah. was one of the spookiest things in those early games that I didn't really talk about. The ghost of Marowak that you battle. Yeah. And Cubone is wearing the skull of its dead mother. And you've got like Duskull. Duskull that's kind um, of got that skull motif. Yeah. There's skulls. Spooky bones in Pokemon. You've got a skull on a Pokemon or an individual single bone like Cubone wields or Lucario sometimes makes out of aura. Sure. But there's not just a Pokemon that is like a skeleton. Yeah. And that feels Which weird to me. made of bones that sort of move yeah. around by ghostly powers. So my concept for a Pokemon for today is we're making a skeleton Pokemon. Okay. I think I want this to be a Pokemon that has multiple forms as well because we've Ooh. really not touched on that much at all. Yeah. I'm not sure how human I want it to look, especially as I want it to feel like a Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, give it like a tail or some yeah. or something. Yeah, kind, maybe kind of like a hunched over T-Rex kind of posture. Yeah. But maybe a slightly more human-ish skull. Yeah. But also cartoony and yeah, yeah. whatnot. So it's a humanoid, but yeah. it's not human. And it's probably got some kind of ethereal glow to it. Yeah. It's got that form as its main form. I think it's got two forms, an assembled form and a collapsed form. Ooh, I like Where that. the bones have all like fallen apart. This ability would be one that changes its form between it. Yeah. It could be something a bit like Mimikyu or Icequ, where they've got like a protection on them until they get hit. It could be in its assembled form until it gets hit and then it becomes its collapsed form where it's just a pile of bones. Yeah. Maybe say over time it can rebuild into its assembled yeah, form over yeah. a couple of turns. That's cool. Yeah. A form like that, you want there to be some reason it's changing form in battle. Mm. Probably based on its stats. What kind of stats do you think 
the fully assembled form would be good at compared to the collapsed form. I think it's faster when it's assembled. Uh, it starts off faster. Maybe it's better at attacking. It's more defensive it, when it's yeah, in it's, a pile. And that way it gives it more of a chance to survive to become assembled again. Yes. Yeah. So I'm thinking his ability is just something like skeleton or assemble or bones. This is just a single stage pure ghost type Pokemon. Mm -hmm. It's got its ability and so it doesn't need hit abilities or anything. So we just need a name. Oh good. But it's a skeleton. There's a lot of words yeah. that we can draw in for skeleton that have never been used. Skull, skeleton, osteo. Ooh, Os Osteology, fun. I think, or osteologist is like Ooh, the... Osteo. Skeleton. Skeleton. Is that too lame? I don't hate it. I don't hate it. <laughs> so we got osteo and we mentioned like putting the GH at the beginning, like gostio or ghostio or lostio or whatever. But what if instead it goes at the end? Because it also ends in that O. Osteost. 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 Ooh. Ooh. Osteost? I like, I like osteo. Osteost. Osteost. Osteost Easter. Osteost. The skeleton Pokemon. I like it. All right. That's my spooky Halloweeny Pokemon. Alex, it's your turn. Yay. <laughs> so I was also thinking about classic Halloween imagery. Because nice. it is Halloween and it is spooky time. And I realized, you know what there's not? What um, is there not? There is not a ghost rock type Pokemon. Okay. Rock ghost is the only type combination involving ghost not to have been done yet. So Yeah. Which yeah. was surprising to me. Sure. Because I thought, why isn't there like a tombstone? Like a spooky tombstone. A tombstone. Okay. Is that why you specifically wanted there to be a graveyard? Yes. In Clay Valley? Yes. I want you, I want to find my Pokemon <laughs> in the graveyard. Okay. It looks like just one of the regular tombstones, but actually it is a Pokemon. Okay. Is this a single stage Pokemon or would it have an evolution? I'm thinking a two stage. Okay. I am envisioning it as just like a regular small tombstone. Uh -huh. Classic rounded top sort of slab of rock with a spooky face on it. This is less fleshed out in my mind, but evolves into a larger tombstone, maybe something with an angel on it. Yeah, that kind of idea. I don't think angel specifically, I think something more Pokemon-y. I'm gonna Google elaborate tombstones. <laughs> Sometimes they have sculptures. It could also just be a taller, more elaborate. Yeah, it depicts more things. Yeah, so going from like a very small, the rocky tomb. The simple like oval topped yeah. Small and basic shape and then yeah. becoming like, a more elaborate, shapely. Yeah, it's like architecture stuff. Yeah. I don't know the terminology for it necessarily. I, I don't could either. picture it really well. What you'd often see under the tops of buildings as well. Like this, you've got like yeah. swirly, curly bits at the end. A bit more decoration to it. Like a, a border? These aren't the right words. <laughs> I know what you mean though. Yeah. Hopefully you can picture this as well, but like elaborately decorated tombstones. And like, much taller. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. a point at the top or maybe yeah, some like some little. Some kind thing. of. At the top. Some kind of adornment on top. To, like that also helps contrast it a bit from this round topped version. Yes. Oh, it's its silhouette's gonna look really similar to Diglett, huh? Yeah, kinda. <laughs> Especially as I imagine you want some kind of grounding for it. Yeah. There. I am picturing a very Diglett-esque. Yeah, where's its feet? Well, this one's a tombstone at least. Yeah, it doesn't really have feet. Yeah. <laughs> it's not buried in the ground, it just is on the ground. Okay. Let's talk about names and then abilities then. Okay. So gravestone or Yeah, there's more words for that. I mean grave. Grave is a strong word. Grave is a fun word. For the evolution, we go with crypt. Yeah, crypt is a good word. And you've also got rock words and then general spooky words that you can draw from. Ghoulstone. Ghoulstone. Ghost doom. We're already using ghost in osteost. Oh yeah, I forgot. I like stone for the little one. Like I want it to be clear that it's a little rock. Okay. Especially if it's found in this ghost town. A lot of times the grave markers would just be rocks that they had found in sure. engraved yeah. names on. Ghoulstone. <laughs> 
ghost stone kind of works, but also just feels so lame. <laughs> I kind of want the little one to be cute. Oh, sure. No, that's fine. I'm not yeah. saying... I, I don't mean lame as in the creature that has that name is lame. Lame as in the name is lame. Oh, sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the main problem is more just that like we don't want the both to be based on ghost. Yeah. Unless we put the tomb in that and we go Skeletomb. Ooh, I like Skeletomb. So we could go back. We could change Osteos to, to Skeletomb. And then you could have Ghost Stone. You want to you do that? Ghost Stone to... Cryptum. Cryptum. Then we've got... Oh, because that's Phantom, not Tomb. Oh, and why are we doing Ghost Stone instead of Geist Stone? Geist Stone is better. Geist Stone is better than Ghost Stone. Geist it's, it's Stone. Less, it's a lot less obvious. We could take the end of Cryptum. It could be the end of Spectre. And it could just be like Crypter. Oh, Cry- Crypter. 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 Yeah. yeah, I like Crypter. Yeah? So Geist Stone to Crypter? Yeah, I like those. Okay, yeah. Okay. I like that. Geist Stone evolves into Crypter. Abilities. What do they do? What are some rock type abilities? Pressure comes to mind as a classic ability. It also shows up in a lot of legendary Pokemon as well as I think it shows up in what Ghosts. What does that one do? Whenever the opponent uses a move, it just reduces that move's PP by a few extra points. Oh. So there's not really an exclusive rock type ability. It turns out there are no abilities unique to rock types either, besides ones that are signature abilities to a specific Pokemon. There's things like Solid Rock, which reduce the damage from a super effective move. Sure. But there's also something like Sturdy probably fits better with what you're thinking. Yeah, that's the kind of thing that I'm going for. Yeah. Sturdy means it cannot be knocked out in one hit. Okay. These could be Sturdy Greystones. I like Sturdy. I'm thinking give them a rock-related ability and then a more ghosty yeah. ability. Are you wanting them to have two regular abilities and the hidden ability or just two abilities? Two abilities is fine. Is their regular ability Sturdy and then Pressure is the hidden ability? Yeah. Did we name Skeletum's ability properly? We just called it like Skeleton. Bone zone. <laughs> Bone zone. Did you just call it bone zone? It's gonna stop us. Yeah. Skeletum's signature ability is bone zone. <laughs> Where it starts in its assembled form, but if it gets hit, it collapses into its collapsed form and has three turns to rebuild into its assembled form. Welcome to the Bone Zone. Bone Zone! <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you don't like this. Maybe it turns out you love it. But I want to do a little bonus section. Okay. I've got another suggestion for another Halloween-themed Pokemon. It touches on some things that Pokemon's done before, but doing it more explicitly. And also, this would be our first regional variant <gasps> Pokemon. Ooh. Because I'm thinking more again about Halloween monsters and creatures and things. And okay. They've done a werewolf and we are doing a skeleton and ghosts are everywhere. And they've kind of done witches. Miss Magius is kind of a witch theme. Hatterene, Hatterene. is also mm-hmm. kind of witchy. They haven't so much done a witch's familiar. Okay. The black cat. Oh. Like, there are black cats, but they haven't done a black cat. Yeah. A witch's black cat. Yeah. So we could do a black cat regional variant. Uh-huh. Well, what cat Pokemon is a regional variant? <laughs> Meowth! You are insistent that we make sure we have a Meowth regional variant, because both Alola and Galar had one. And I know you've had ideas for a Meowth regional variant already. I don't remember any of them. <laughs> but the idea of Meowth is a black cat. This regional form has a hat, and uh... then it's got, like the buckle around it and the buckle on it is its coin <gasps> that's so cute and then it's holding a wand or it's got a broom or something yeah. it's like it's a little black cat it is the witch's familiar oh, that's so cute meowth yeah. you want to do this yeah. we are making our first regional variant and as all regions must have we are making our regional meowth variant all seeing meowth is a witch's familiar yes 
So, we don't have to talk as much about the design. I just described what it looks like. Yeah. It mostly looks like Meowth. Maybe as Meowth has a bit more of a timid kind of personality because you, you mm. want to change the personality when you make a regional form. And then when it evolves, it becomes a bit more cackly and... Yeah, yeah. We'll I could picture it if you said it was holding a broom or something, kind mm. of like hiding behind it a little. Yeah. It likes to hide in the shadows and not be yeah. seen. Regional forms with their Sugimori art tend to be drawn in the same pose to like capture that uh-huh. difference. But Meowth is kind of unique. All of its arts are very different. Mm. Off pod, we have talked a bit about how we want to do regional variants yeah. in our region. I think that that's one of the coolest things that Pokemon has been doing lately. Yeah, it's one of the coolest ideas it had in many years. Yeah, and both of the most recent regions have had a Meowth variant. Yeah. Both regions that have had regional variants. Yes, but the idea of each region having a unique Meowth, I love it so much. Specifically because there are so many cat breeds mm. around the world and if Meowth I, there are other cat Pokemon but yeah. if Meowth is like the pet cat yeah like the domesticated cat Pokemon essentially yeah. it would make so much sense for different areas to have different cats cats have what's called cosmopolitan distribution meaning yes. they are found everywhere and that's mostly because humans have taken them everywhere they mm-hmm. weren't necessarily naturally found everywhere but the fact is they're everywhere and they vary wildly mm-hmm. like you've got the Egyptian style cats and you've yeah. got big Harried cats mm. that live in Scandinavian regions, yeah. and you've got short hair cats, long hair cats. Like everywhere has a signature cat yeah. that is from that area, mm-hmm. and so it makes so much sense to me. Yeah. Apart from this idea of like the witch's hat on its head and some kind of broom or something it's holding, the rest of its body is shape-wise probably more or less the same as a regular meowth. Galarian meowth, of course, had that big beard going on. Mm-hmm. I don't think we need anything like that. I think no. it's still pretty svelte. So the main thing to talk about type change. Type. You've got Cantonian meowth being normal type, Alolan meowth dark type, and uh, Galarian. Meowth steel type. So this witch's black cat. Alone in Meowth really annoys me. It didn't need to be dark type. It could have been anything. Yeah. This really feels like it should be a dark type. Other types that feel like they fit would be like psychic or ghost. Psychic could be good. And yeah. Yeah, ghost. So those are like the three options I would say that work for this Meowth. Yeah. And I could see any of them working. I don't think just because Alolan Meowth is dark type that that rules out having yeah. our own dark type Meowth. But if it's another dark type, what makes it different from Alolan Meowth? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think we go with either Psychic or Ghost, okay. ju- just to make it feel different. It's still black and like properly jet black compared yes. to like how Alola Meowth is kind of bluish purple. Yeah. Psychic tends to be the main way that Pokemon represents magic. Yes. So I think we go with Psychic. I think Psychic's Meowth. probably okay, the better Okay, I'll one. see in Meowth as a Psychic type. What feels like it'd be fun, conceptually a bit skewed, but a regional variant of Perserker. Doing a different version of Perserker. That could be fun. I feel like that feels fun. And then it's an upright cat. And then, like, it's got that wild manic energy that Perserker has. It doesn't have the horns now. It's got, again, big a pointy hat, yeah. witch hat. Bigger and crazier than Meowth's. Yeah. Berserk has got something on the back of its paw. It's a wand. It's holding a wand. It could be kind of like a wizard beard. <gasps> Ooh, that is fun. Go and from it, like a witch to a wizard. Yeah, it could be sort of like mixing a few different ideas together. Yeah, it's yeah, still yeah. got a beard, but it's just a different kind of beard. It'll be a lot smoother. and mm-hmm. That feels fun. I like that. Okay. Last little thing. Quickly go over our abilities with guys. Every Meowth has had pickup. We keep having pickup as its first ability. That also kind of fits the vibe of like a little witch gathering ingredients. Mm-hmm. That's very cute. Now, there are three abilities here that I would like you to consider. Okay. Magic Bounce. I like it. That reflects status moves that would be used on it, like say Thunder Wave. So instead mm. of it getting hit by Thunder Wave, it bounces that back. I like that. Magic Guard. I like it. Magic Guard means that it only takes damage from moves. So if it's poisoned, no damage. Oh, Leech cool. Seed, no damage. I like that. Just from actually being attacked. And finally, Magician. <laughs> the Pokemon steals the held item of a Pokemon. 
hits with a move. Oh. Okay, so Berserker should have Magician. As its ability replacing pickup? Yes. Because they're both about finding items? Yes. Yeah. So second abilities. I think for the hidden ability for Meowth, mm-hmm. we could stick with the hidden ability of Alolan Meowth, which is Rattled. Okay. The one where its speed is boosted when it's hit by the bug, ghost, or dark moves. Those are the three types that Psychic is weak to. Oh. Because those are the three scary things. Yeah. And we're saying this is kind of a little bit of a scaredy cat. I like it. Yeah. Okay, so we, okay, its okay. hidden ability is still Rattled. And then Berserker, so hidden ability. Galarian Berserker has a unique ability as its hidden ability. Mm-hmm. Steely Spirit. We could do some something similar and give it a unique ability again. What does Steely Spirit do? Remind it me. boosts the power of Steel type moves. Spooky Spirit? Spooky Spirit? I kind of like Spooky Spirit. I Spooky Spirit, yeah. Spooky Spirit, as I'll see in Berserker's hidden ability, which is like Steely Spirit, but instead of boosting Steel type moves, it boosts Psychic type moves. Yeah, so they need one other... One other ability, and I think we'll make sure this is an ability that they both have. Yeah, I liked Magic Guard. Magic Guard where it can only take damage from attacks. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's a lot of Pokemon we've made today and a lot of things we talked about and a lot of abilities we talked about. Happy Halloween. So hopefully... We didn't lose yet. Spooky. Spooky. So today we have made the spooky Wild West ghost town, Clay Valley Blair. Which is where you can find an old saloon with a piano that plays itself, and a house with doors that don't go anywhere, and a spooky graveyard where you might find some ghostly Pokemon. Blair! We've made the spooky Pokemon, Skeletoom, a skeleton Pokemon with claws and a tail and it starts in its assembled form, but its ability Bone Zone allows it to become its collapsed form. Blair! I need a second to laugh at Bone Zone in the Bone Zone! <laughs> I want to take you to the Bone Zone! What is wrong with the Bone Zone? It's where all my skeleton friends hang out, like Skeletoom. Okay, can I... In the Bone Zone! I need to do my best! We also made a guy stone, a small tombstone Pokemon that evolves into Cryptor, a larger tombstone Pokemon. And they are the first ghost rock type Pokemon. <laughs> and finally, we've made the first Ocean regional variant Pokemon. Meowth is a psychic type. It's a witchy black cat that turns into Berserker or a regional variant thereof, who is a wizard. But for now, thank you for listening to the Pokemakers. And thank you to the Pocket Podcast Network for hosting us. <laughs> you can find other cool shows on the network such as... Ghoul Tank. <laughs> Ghoul Tank. <laughs> Green Mountain Mysteries. And our other show, Sorted. Our theme music is by Mike Freitag. You can find him on Twitter at Admiralamara. Blair. You can also find us on Twitter at Pokemakers. You can also find us individually. I am at Codename JD. And I'm at Pachu. <laughs> P-T-C-H-E-W. While you're there on Twitter, tweet at us any spooky, scary Pokemon you want to share. Any ideas for scary, ghostly Pokemon. Any art you would like to share of our spooky Pokemon, such as Skeletoom in the Bone Zone. But until next time, go to make them all.
Pocket Podcast Network. Quality programming right to your pocket. Hey, I'm Lachlan. And I'm a Jay. We're just two dudes who love ghosts, goblins, ghouls, and monsters so much that we've decided to create our own. Well, how about you give me an example? How do you feel about an electric boy who can only move on subway tracks? Or a sparkly light-up manatee who lives in the deep ocean? Or maybe a hairy office snack thief who uses his extra-long arms to steal lunches? You know what? That sounds pretty good to me. Well, you can hear about all these things and more on The Ghoul Tank. Find us every other Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you can download podcasts. Join us in our journey to create the next big cryptid.